You are listening to season two of the Not Neurotypical podcast. I'm your host, Laura Stan, and season two is all about my continued late diagnosis journey, finding my voice, and figuring out what the heck to do now. So strap on your safety belts, hold on tight, because it's still going to be a bumpy ride. I am so excited. I just started a Patreon account. And if you haven't heard of Patreon, it's a place where you can really share your content in a better way. And it's all in one place. And the cool thing is that I'm going to be offering a lot of cool stuff. There's about five different tiers that I've set up. Uh, depending on what you can afford and how much support you want to give me. But if you love the content I'm creating, if you love the podcast, I would really appreciate your support, but I'm really going to make it worth your while and it's going to be really fun. So first of all, I'm going to be releasing secret podcasts and some secret videos as well for certain tier. And They will be deeper dives into the subjects that my listeners are most interested in. So uh, depending on your feedback, I can deeper dive into multiple type things like masking or different late diagnosis struggles or things like that and kind of discuss maybe more research-based stuff and things like that. So I'm really excited to share that. And I kind of, over the past couple months, struggled if I wanted to really do more of that, but I decided that the people who want to support me, I should create a place for them, and it will also give me more time and resources to be able to really focus on this because creating content and speaking about our journeys and struggles that we have and positives and advancing neurodiversity is my passion. I found my life's work. And if you really appreciate what I'm doing, I would love it if you would look in the description of this podcast and click the link to my new Patreon account and consider supporting me. And like I said, I'll really make it worth your while. It's going to be so fun. And I'm really excited about it. And this is separate from the squad. The squad is a free support group. This is really going to be more content-based, and this is going to be the focus of really a deeper dive into growth and neurodiversity and being on the spectrum as an adult and even uh, for allies, family members of those on the spectrum or late diagnosed individuals, this is for everybody and it's going to be awesome. But your support means so much to me and thank you to all the people who have been listening to the podcast Uh, episode after episode and have been here and share with me after each episode. It means so much to me. So thank you so much. Your support means the world to me and it ensures that I can continue to create this content and share my journey and advance neurodiversity, my life's passion. So I wanted to start by sharing more about a post that I had done today on Instagram. And it was diving into the concept around autistic masking. Is it harmful? Is it healthy to just completely unmask? Is it a good idea for you? What are the benefits? What are the risks? And I really 
wanted to continue that discussion from the last podcast where episode 16, I talked about a lot of different things, but one of the things I talked about was my questioning of masking and how healthy is it really to completely unmask? And does it really benefit us to just completely unmask? Are you all of a sudden what seems like unhinged if you just go from masking to just completely yourself. And I think it's pretty rare to come across anyone who is totally themselves all the time. And what I mean by that is there is social etiquette. And if you abide by social rules and social etiquette, does that mean that you're masking? I don't think it does. I think that all of this that I'm discussing with you today is my thoughts and my feelings and the conclusions that I've come to. But the purpose of this is really to make you think in a deeper way about masking and how it affects you personally. I don't know you. I don't know all of the details of your life. I don't know your day to day. I don't know what you do for work. But the truth is that, and I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram because a lot of advocates who are pushing on masking and um, how necessary it is, which I've been one of them because this is my journey. I am about eight months in from my autism diagnosis at this point. And the truth is that I am still working all of this out. And I think that push to be quote and quote authentic is natural because if you come to a realization that you've been masking your whole life, your first reaction is, let's figure this out. Let's figure out who I am. When am I masking? Why do I do this? Um, That's totally natural. And so the first phase of that seems to be let's unmask. Let's focus on unmasking. Now, some people in certain jobs and positions, I've seen comments, personal, you know, information sent to me about somebody. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say that there's no way I could just unmask, Uh, be it a close relationship they're in, or maybe a bad relationship they're in, or my parents just don't understand me, or my work would never allow it. And let's talk more about work. Is it true that everyone has a work persona? Yes, I think it's called being professional. And that's a facet of social etiquette, right? Because There are social norms that we don't always understand if you're autistic or even ADHD, neurodivergent in general. Sometimes you don't pick up on all of that social etiquette, the social rules. We don't pick up on all the unspoken social communication. And those are very important parts of corporate work environments and most work environments. It's a lot of politics. It's a lot of unwritten rules that we don't understand. Um, you know, it's it's a new navigation that you have to learn by being thrown into it that nobody prepares you for and that a lot of us neurodivergent adults struggle with. 
and it's really hard. But does that mean that if you have a professional persona, are you masking? Is it harmful? You know, these are things you should be thinking of. A lot of the communication that I've seen, especially on Instagram content, has been you need to unmask and be authentic and do whatever you got to do to be yourself. And I just think that that sounds really great. And I fell prey to that myself because if you lived your whole life and you didn't really know who you were, that sounds just lovely (laughs) to be authentic again and, and make that your goal. But my post today... I really shared more about what exactly is the benefits of autistic masking? What are the risks? Is it actually harmful? And I think that masking is really just harmful when you conceal wants or needs or struggles or expectations only to benefit others or to please somebody else while ignoring your own needs and wants and struggles. I think that if you are masking in that way, no matter what environment you're in, that is not beneficial. That is harmful because you're just totally ignoring yourself. You are putting yourself by the wayside, basically, for somebody else and your needs. And masking or whatever situation you're in that's not good. <laughs> and a lot of the times, that's what masking really is. It's ignoring the things around you to please someone else or just to get a situation over with. But that might not always be harmful. Um, you know, it's so complicated. And that's why I wanted to take a deeper dive into autistic masking. And as usual, I want to, I want to share this in a genuine and realistic way because it is just plain not realistic to think you're going to live in this world where you can be completely yourself and tag an authenticity tag on it and just say whatever you want and do whatever you want. I mean, that's just not realistic because we have to work. We have to have family members and maintain relationships and do all of these things where you realize you're autistic and you don't magically all of a sudden become this autistic unicorn that lives in a dream world and everyone should just accept you for you and whatever that means. I mean, that's just not the way the world works. I would love it if it did. I mean, that would be amazing if you could get a late diagnosis and all of a sudden literally totally be yourself. All of a sudden you live in a world where you can say whatever you want and and people might not like that, but you accept yourself now. So that's going to be really great. But that is not realistic because what we say and how we make others feel affects things. That's just the way it is. And sure, you're going to change after you realize you're autistic and that's okay. And You have to focus on that, but do it in a healthy way. And I've always said that your unmasking journey should be a slow one. And, you know, just to kind of test 
out different scenarios and all of that. And I've done it slower myself. But now, after some recent experiences, I've really been questioning if it's even necessary at all to unmask. I think the narrative should be get rid of harmful unmasking only Um, because it doesn't hurt you when you are consciously masking for your own benefit because literally everybody does that. The difference is that autistic masking before you know you're doing it is not conscious and of course can feel harmful. But once you're aware of that mask, there is nothing wrong with putting on a work persona, you can call it masking, I don't even think it's masking, to get a raise or to do what you need to do to play workplace politics in the right way or navigate things for your own benefit, like getting a job. Is there anything wrong with putting on your best face and maybe not being authentic, but in a job interview, wouldn't that be, I mean, think about this, wouldn't it be considered crazy if you went into an interview, didn't care about what you say, and just kind of totally answered real and honest uh, anything you wanted or were feeling at the time, and then saying, listen, you need to accept me. If you're going to hire me, you need to accept me. And you know, that scenario is a perfect example of, you know, being completely unmasked, that does not benefit you. And of course, it would be nice to live in a world where you could totally be yourself in an interview and get a job and say whatever you wanted. But literally nobody does that. (laughs) I mean, even neurotypicals in an interview, they are laying it on thick. They are saying what they need to say to get a job. Is that harmful? No, unless you're lying about your skills or past experience, that is not harmful at all. It's beneficial. You are doing what you need to do to secure advances in your future. And I just think that we need to talk more about that. I mean, another harmful thing with masking is... Uh, masking when you feel like you just can't say no. So it's it goes back to that not sticking up for yourself or not being aware and things like that. That's harmful. When you've given up on yourself, that's harmful masking. Masking is not reciprocity and mutuality with the relationships around you. Um, there are no relationships where both parties just say and do whatever they want all the time because relationships are a give and take. And I just feel like if you're going into your adult autistic journey with this idea that the whole world should just fully accept you and you can just almost be like unhinged and that's the kind of goal you're going for, I really feel like you're going to be set up for failure. Because that's just not reality. I mean, neurodiversity is a beautiful thing. It's a necessary thing that that I'm so passionate about, and advancing neurodiversity is so important to me. But we also need to do it in a real 
and genuine way, but with like realistic goals. I would love to live in a world, like I said, where you become autistic and, or not become, you're obviously born that way, but you realize you're autistic. Like me, you know, eight months ago, I nine months ago, I realized I was autistic and my whole world changed forever. And some of it felt like a dream world and other things, you know, were scary and, and all of that. And masking is one of the most complicated things about the late diagnosis journey or really autism in general, because we all mask differently. We all, you know, do it for different reasons, but it's just so important to have a realistic outlook of what you're trying to do. And if you are trying to create a world where you don't have to abide by the rules that the rest of the world abides by, uh, you know, it's one thing to try to change the rules a little bit to be more accepting for you, which is totally okay and totally necessary. But if all of a sudden you're trying to flip it so you're just like in charge and kind of like unhinged against the rest of the world, that's just not healthy because a huge scary part of this idea that this extreme idea that you just all of a sudden are going to be able to say and do whatever you want and everyone should accept you is the creation of burning bridges and relationships around you ending and you all of a sudden becoming socially isolated, which just leads to deeper depression, worse anxiety, suicidal ideation, and even worse. And this idea that being authentic is unmasking is just also absurd. And I shared in my post in the comments or in the description that um, as far as authenticity is concerned, in existentialism, authenticity is the degree an individual's actions are congruent with their beliefs and desires despite external pressures. So that means you can mask a certain degree or abide by social etiquette or back and forth, you know, social relationships and still be authentic. And to place this idea that you're not authentic if you do so, I think is really unfair, hurtful, and setting up autistic adults and ADHD adults, neurodivergent adults for failure, setting them up for confusion, and really missing the nuance in masking and creating, as we do, this black and white world where it's either you're masking and that's bad, or you're unmasked, and that's good, and that's just not the world we live in. And putting that unnecessary pressure on yourself, too, in the name of being authentic is really just not being authentic, right? Because you're following someone else's authenticity playbook. So someone else shared something, and, and maybe it is authentic for them to unmask. Maybe they live in a world where they can do that. But if you don't, it doesn't make sense for you. You know? It's very case by case. So let's talk about this stuff. Let's think about it. Does it make sense for you? 99% of you, probably not, to just completely unhinge and unmask doesn't really make sense. And 
I'm happy that I got there uh, and, and kind of went through my whole unmasking journey. And the truth is, without some hard situations that I had been through, which I've recently put on the podcast and shared with you, with my husband, with my kids, um, I don't think I would have come to this conclusion yet. And I'm really happy I did because the really hard things that I've been through lately have been really spinning positive insight into a lot of different things that I've been going through. And it's really exciting. It's very, very, very exciting to kind of go through and and get to these deeper levels because that's what I love. I love diving deeper into subjects and learning more and figuring it all out. And by the way, me calling all of this out, I'm not saying that like other advocates are saying anything wrong because like I said, Maybe it is their authentic story that they're sharing with you, and maybe completely unmasking is doable and authentic for them. But I just want to caution that that's their narrative and not yours, and you have to figure that out for yourself. And for most people, I can guarantee you that it's going to be a nuanced version of that where you will unmask in some areas and not in others. And that's okay. As long as it's not harmful, there's no reason to put this pressure on yourself to think of it in a negative way. That's the thing. Like when you get this idea, unmasking good, masking bad, then all of a sudden you're going through these experiences and feeling more shame for literally no reason. Where like, on, you know, you might be masking at work and just using masking as a way to kind of push through a situation that's going to benefit you, right? Like maybe you're going to get that promotion in a year or in a little while. That is a benefit. That is a good thing. It does not harm you to mask, to push through a situation and then get a raise, make more money or get that promotion or keep that friendship maintain your support system. Because if you have to use social etiquette and a little bit of masking to surround yourself with a support system, that is beneficial. Because the number one thing I've noticed in my own late diagnosis journey, and my main focus is creating a support system around me. That is what social etiquette and maintaining relationships does. Because you are there to support people when they need it, and they're going to be there to support you when you need it. And that's the number one thing you should be focusing on during this journey. Because going through this alone is not going to be good. Because literally no one goes through life alone unless they have a really, really, really crappy life. I mean, let's face it. like If you are unmasking and isolating yourself, that is not going to be good for anybody We are less social creatures in general than the general population, but we still need support and love and acceptance. And if you go on Instagram, that's what everyone wants. Sure, there might be a few people that just don't want it or need it, and that's okay. But if you do, don't socially isolate yourself. That is just not a good idea. So I just wanted to reframe those ideas for you just a short stream of consciousness today. And once again, um, I put links to everything in my description. Follow me on 
Patreon, we are going to be diving real deep into subjects like this on Patreon specifically. You will be able to access the secret podcast that I'm going to be recording where I go even way, way, way deeper. It's going to be awesome. And just create a supportive community of people where resources are diving deeper and we're there for each other. And of course, join the Not Neurotypical Squad for free. Always, it is growing. It is awesome. It's more amazing by the week. And the new members lately have been awesome contributors. And it's just really exciting. And I would love for you to join me on my journey and work on your own at the same time, because it's a beautiful thing, all of the togetherness and sharing and the support we're giving each other. I mean, that's what this is all about. So thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope that this episode today kind of helped you think a little differently or just think, you know, in a new way about what you need. I'm not telling you what you need. I'm telling you what I've observed in my own journey. But you decide what you need and don't let anyone else decide that for you either. Until next time.